Welcome to another episode of Deed and Truth. I'm your host, Tommy Morris. Now, this past week, there's been a lot of discussion about where Christians should live. I call it the red state, blue state debate. Uh, really, it came up because someone kind of posed the question or the thought that Christians, if given the opportunity, should leave blue liberal states and move to red conservative states. And then that kind of brought in some people questioning the Great Commission and being mission-minded. And this really sparked my interest because right now my wife and I are currently serving as home-based missionaries in Northwest Florida. We help support uh, some local ministries that help with foster and adoptive care uh, for families here in Northwest Florida. But then we also help support ministries that are in Haiti, India, Kenya, and Zambia. And then next October of 2024, my family will be moving to Kitwe, Zambia to serve uh, permanently as missionaries over there. And so this idea of being mission-minded and what it means right here in the United States and what it means to, to serve out the Great Commission in our own backyard definitely interested me. And I was just watching some of what was being said. And I'll be honest, I feel like a lot of the times the people were kind of talking past one another. I don't think that they were listening to, to listening to each other's full uh, argument or position. And some things were maybe, I don't want to say taken out of context. Maybe they just weren't looked at thoroughly. And so some of the responses would, would basically be to a portion of the other person's post. And a lot of this was on Twitter. So there's a character limit. I think that that played into it a little bit. Uh, there was a video of a sermon that had come out, and I think only a portion of it was really taken into consideration when responded to. And these things, they, they kind of ignite. They blow up, and people start responding and kind of picking sides. Uh, but really, what I saw were, were people talking past, past one another. So really where it started, I'm, I'm not going to mention any of these guys' names, but really where it started was a guy saying that if a Christian had the opportunity to leave a blue state and move to a red conservative state, he should take that opportunity to move his family. And specifically, like that was kind of the tweet, but in the video, he specifically talked about uh, families where the man is unable to provide for his family because of where he lives. And that if there's an opportunity to move to another state that better financially, essentially, uh, really is what he was talking about, financially provide for his family, then he should take that opportunity and move to the other state and and just provide more and, and, and create a better life, really, for his family. Now, the thing with this was there's a lot of nuances that are kind of left out, a lot of potential uh, extenuating factors that that might come into play that weren't discussed. And then the responses were quickly, you know, about, well, aren't we supposed to be mission-minded? Why would we run from blue states and all Christians congregate to states that are already conservative if we're supposed to be mission-minded and take the gospel to the nations? You know, Matthew 28, the Great Commission was brought up that we are to take the gospel to Jerusalem, Judea, to the other, uttermost parts of the earth. So we're supposed to start, you know, locally and, and essentially expand. You know, I've heard people say, you know, how, how do you think you're going to go take the gospel to the nations? You don't even take the gospel across the street. And so this kind of came into, into play in the responses of a lot of people saying, shouldn't we 
stay in blue states? Shouldn't we help be a light in those areas? Uh, and even raising the question, should Christians be looking to move from red states to blue states in a sense of, of being mission-minded? You know, and now a lot of people might get offended at, at, at the thought of this, but I'm just relaying what was discussed on these uh, social media platforms. Uh, so people may try to say, oh, are you saying that anybody who votes blue isn't a Christian and everybody who votes red is a Christian? I'm not saying that at all. I'm not getting into the politics of this and and all of that. Uh, it's not my place to to judge your, you know, your relationship with God. I, I don't know those who might see this. So I'm not saying that at all. But this is the this was the discussion. Should Christians stay in blue states or move to blue states to be basically mission minded? Or should they leave and go to more conservative states that are going to line up more with their Christian values? That that really became the question. And the fact that these guys talk past each other is because I think each side kind of offered these like caveats, these a uh, little bit of nuances, but neither side really recognized each other's uh, details and nuances that they laid out. So the one, you know, he's looking at what Paul shared, you know, wrote to Timothy and sharing that if a, if a man doesn't provide for his family, he's worse than an unbeliever. And so if you're in a blue state, and you're putting yourself in a position where you're creating hardship for your family because you can't provide for them, then you're being unbiblical. Now, the thing is, is, in his sermon, he said, you're being stupid or you are stupid. So a lot of people took offense to that, saying, you know, that, that wasn't the most loving response to call someone in that situation stupid. Uh, but, you know, in his defense, he's saying, well, the Bible says they're worse than an unbeliever. So is calling them stupid really that bad? Now, for me, I don't think it's wise. I don't think that's wise to to talk down to people in that way and use that kind of terminology. I think there are ways to to get that point across without going and using words like stupid or dumb or or kind of uh, you know attacking a person's intelligence or uh, even really going at their character. You know, I think there are ways to just stay true to scripture and what scripture says and just let scripture speak for itself without the kind of extra attack added to it. So I don't think that was wise, but nonetheless, it, that was one of the responses, you know, and then the other was, well, you know, why should we move? Aren't we supposed to be the light? Why are we running and trying to go to the, to essentially a safe space where we're all around like-minded people? So there were a lot of generalities spoken about this, you know, and I think, I think the both sides, I think both sides said at some point that, you know, we should really go where we believe God has led us to be, you know, and, and I think that that's true. Like, you know, we believe that, that God is leading our family to Zambia next year and we're, we live in Florida right now. We're going to leave Florida. We're going to move to, to the Southern part of Africa and for at least five years, that's where we're going to live. And that's where we're going to serve because that's where we believe that God has called us uh, to be. There are some people who uh, maybe God has opened the door for them to, to take a church in a certain state, uh, maybe to open a business or to take a job in a certain state. And they just have to trust God in that. And that, that might mean that they get led to, to a state that is different from their political beliefs, you know, as a whole. 
you know, I also think like it's not a perfect world. What if you end up in Atlanta? Like that's kind of confusing because now you're in a blue city that resides within a red state. So are you just supposed to move out of Atlanta, but still stay in Georgia? Like there's just so many questions that this kind of argument raises. And really here's, here's where I, I settle on this. You can't paint with a broad brush. And I, and I don't think these guys intended to, I really don't. I just think they got into a, an argument on Twitter with limited character space and, and neither of them really uh, took all of the other person's argument into consideration, all of the details or nuances that they were laying out. And, you know, I think that that just, you know, created a lot of back and forth. And then of course, you know, you have people from each side kind of rallying behind their guy and, and the tribalism that's really happened within the church. And so now everybody starts chiming in and supporting whoever their, you know, their fighter is, I guess, in the ring. And so, me looking at it and going, you know, you both make, you both have some good points. There, there's there's decent points to both sides of the argument. From the side of the person saying you know, we should leave blue states, here here's what I say. If I'm living in a state that's creating financial hardship to where I'm struggling to provide for my family, I mean, I'm going to be thinking about what line of work I'm in and what I'm doing. Is there another company I can go work for? What can I do to provide for my family? I mean, this is taking into consideration that I'm not just being lazy and sitting at home playing Xbox while my family is is suffering to put food on the table. You know, this is that I'm I'm being diligent, I'm working, but but I'm not doing enough to provide for my family. Is there an option to move to another company? Does that mean I have to move out of the state I'm in into another state? I mean, maybe there have been tons of people who have moved their businesses uh, to other states, you know, Tennessee, Texas, uh, Florida, because of tax codes and, and that, the fact that they could just save tons on taxes and then other states just being able to, to maybe maintain a similar salary, but have a lower cost of living with housing and and gas and food prices and things like that. So yeah, some people have moved. Some people have moved their entire company to a different state. So maybe that is something, but maybe it's not. Maybe there's a family who's taking care of elderly parents. And part of that is creating a little bit of, of hardship on them financially, but they are honoring their father and mother by staying there and doing that. And so I would look at that and say, well, they're honoring their father and mother. And if that temporarily is creating some hardship on them, I still think they're doing the right thing. Now, I think there are, are ways that they can be wise and maybe seek some counsel on how they can uh, generate some more income or get a, a, a second part-time job or some passive income some way, or, you know, maybe work their budget out to, to better, uh, to better manage their finances that, you know, there, there are so many nuances that can be added into these discussions. You know, we don't know every person's uh, situation. So, you know, there are some large churches in California, some that the, both of these guys would, would very much support. I mean, are we sitting there and saying that that entire church should uproot itself and move to a, a different state? I mean, no, nobody's going to say that. Like, we're not getting that extreme, but I think their fights kind of got there without, you know, without thinking through some, some of these, you know, bigger things like that.
Like, are you going to expect an entire church that has thousands of, of members to uproot itself and move to a red state because that's easier? No, no, they're not saying that. And I think they would both agree on that. So, so I do think though, like lately, Michigan, so Michigan, there've been dis some discussions that in Michigan, they want to try to pass a bill that it's a felony to misgender someone that it would actually cause thousands of dollars in fines and jail time, like up to, I think five years was, was what they wanted to propose. So I'll tell you this, like if I live in Michigan and you're starting to impose laws that are that extreme where you, you want to say there's free speech and people can cuss each other out. But if you call someone the wrong, the wrong pronoun, all of a sudden now, well, that that's a felony. That's extreme to, 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 to try to make something like that. A felony is extreme. So if I live in a state and they're starting to impose laws like that, if I live in a state and they're statewide starting to abolish uh, the police department to where safety is now becoming an issue, yeah, I'm going to be looking to move out of that state. But if something like that's not being affected and I'm there and God has me planted there and I'm being used by God to spread the gospel, I'm not just going to up and look to move because life might be easier somewhere else. Like comfort is not what God has called. It's not the ultimate thing God has called us to, to be comfortable. So, so the idea of, of saying, well, I'm going to go move over here because, you know, more of like my people or whatever, my tribe live there. So I'm going to live there because I want to be around like-minded people. Yes, we've been called to be a part of the, the local church. We've been called to fellowship with one another. But that doesn't mean that we have to go and all come together and, and that that's, that's, this is the way kind of thing, right? I mean, look in the Bible. There was a great dispersion. Look at the, the you know, right before the book of James was written, Christians were dispersed in, new, in all different directions. There was persecution, and through that, there typically were numerous people come to salvation. Numerous people come to salvation. I don't want to be quick to throw the word revival out there, but, you know, revival, I guess, in the sense, tends to come from persecution. The persecution of the church tends to, to lead to an awakening and to a great harvest. So this idea that we should all just come together and build these uh, kind of communes and I know that's probably a word nobody wants to use because you start getting into like thinking about cults and stuff, but like we want to build these little Christian communities that are, that are isolated from everybody else and all of these red states who's out there sharing the gospel with, with all the people in the other states. And are we to assume that just because you're in a red state, it, it's automatically better. I mean, we're not, we're not promoting moral, moralism, moral therapeutic, uh, ther therapeutic moral deism, or I can't remember what it is. I, I just lost it out of my head. But we're not, we're not just here stating that that morality in and of itself is is good. So being there just doesn't automatically put us in this environment of righteousness. It's not that. So, so we we can't think that way that this life is automatically better because we we move to a red state or that we won't face persecution. 
But you can believe there are conservatives who, when you start preaching the gospel and preaching against sin, they're still going to be offended. They're still going to be upset. They're still going to oppose you. So that in and of itself, there's so much more to consider. I do think about the fact that we are to be mission-minded worldwide, even here in our own backyard. And so the other side who's arguing, no, we should stay there and be a light, or we should maybe even be thinking to move to those areas and be a light. There's an argument to be made there. I don't think that we just unwisely uproot our family and move somewhere just because we think, oh, we're going to go in there and, and you know, we're going to be the Elijah taking on the prophets of Baal and, and you know, and, and fighting against Jezebel. And not to be prideful that, that there's something in and of us that's going to go in there and, and make this impact. But if we're feeling the Lord is calling us there to be a light, so be it. It's just like foreign missions. If we believe that God is leading us to go to another country, we're about following the will of God more than we are about researching to find out whether or not we're comfortable going where we're going. I mean, yeah, I looked at it. I looked at Zambia. I looked at the political landscape. I looked to see if if there was any uh, you know threat of war or violence or anything like that. But ultimately, what it was was that Helena and I had prayed and said, "God, we will we will say yes to your will, whatever that means." And so when it came to Zambia, it was God. If this is where you're leading, we are saying yes before we even know what it what it looks like before we had even gone and visited. We said yes. Because we were more interested in the will of God. And yeah, I've had moments where I'm like, God, I don't know that I want to give up my comforts. I mean, I had those selfish moments, I'll be honest. But ultimately, it came to it doesn't matter. What matters is doing the will of God. And that's what matters here in this debate. Where Christians live, it's not about red state, blue state, about comfort or discomfort or persecution or any of that. It's about What is God's will? Where are you supposed to be serving? What has he called you to? And be faithful in that. If that means that you're going to a red state to to live among people who are like-minded with you and there's a ministry to be had there and to build, so be it. But if, if it's to go into a blue state and be a light, not for just morality, but for righteousness, then so be it. Do the will of God. And we need to stop bickering and fighting over these little things and talking past one another and really get back to what the Great Commission is and what we're called to do in making disciples, baptizing, and teaching all that Christ had spoken of and showed. And what the scriptures say. And we have become so divided and just, it just seems like people are just looking for things to to argue about on Twitter. And that's a whole other thing. I mean, this this is, I think, a, a, a small portion of a greater debate on Christendom or Christian nationalism, which I'll do another episode, a separate episode on that. And, and I'll talk about that you know, and, and patriarchy and men's roles and all of that. So that, that it's, it's kind of a small portion of that greater argument that I'll do a different episode on. But the other thing is we are, we are arguing so much about things instead of looking at the fact that, that 
both sides really want to spread the gospel to the lost. And that's what we should be coming together and, and thinking about, not fighting over whether or not it's okay to live in a blue state. So let's think about that. Let's get back. Let's get back to the primary things. Stop fighting and arguing so much on tertiary issues and trying to build up uh, our voice and, and the, the, the crowd in our corner and find things to argue about and just keep harping on them over and over and over. And let's get back to the fact that we agree on what the gospel is. We agree that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, and for the glory of God alone. And that scripture alone is the source and standard and the authority of all truth. So let's get back to that. I'm not talking about compromise. I'm not talking about being weak. I'm talking about stop bickering over tertiary issues and let's come back together for this for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ to go forth. Because let me tell you something. People in blue states, blue uh, liberals, you know that you're wanting to move away from, if they see the way we're bickering with one another and fighting on Twitter, why would they want to be a part of this? What what in any of that points them to Christ? All of our fighting. That's a whole other, I'm, I'm going to do a whole other issue just about the nonstop arguing that's happening on Twitter over tertiary issues. But right now with this issue, red state, blue state, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. God is sovereign no matter what state you live in. Yes, provide for your family. Be faithful to the word. And for whatever that means that God is calling you to so that you're able to do that, do that. Do that. But also remember, we are called to the Great Commission. We are called to be mission-minded, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And let's make that a priority. All right. Until next time.